This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lisa, Missouri. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earl. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. Throughout the Old Testament, the nation of Israel struggled with the desire to be as the other nations. Even though they were warned that being as other nations would create enmity with God, they still struggled with that desire. In 1 Samuel, the people of Israel decided that they had wanted a king. They saw the kings of the other nations, and they wanted that for themselves. And if you remember, in chapter 8, Samuel told Israel exactly what would happen if they got a king. Verse 10 and following say, So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who asked him for a king, and he said, This will be the behavior of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for his own chariots and to be his horsemen, and some will run before his chariots. He will appoint captains over his thousands and captains over his fifties, will set some to plow his ground and reap his harvest, and some to make his weapons of war and equipment for his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers, cooks, and bakers, and he will take the best of your fields, your vineyards, and your olive groves, and give them to his servants. He will take a tenth of your grain and your vintage, and give it to his officers and servants, and he will take your male servants, your female servants, your finest young men, and your donkeys, and put them to work. He will take a tenth of your sheep, and you will be his servants." And you will cry out in that day because of your king whom you have chosen for yourselves, and the Lord will not hear you in that day. And despite this warning, Israel still wanted a king, and they got Saul. And as a side note, everything Samuel said did end up happening. Now let's fast forward to chapter 12, after Saul was anointed king of Israel. In verse 13, Samuel reminds Israel that this is the king that they have chosen. And also, if you recall in chapter 8, prior to the verses that I just read, God had told Samuel that Israel didn't reject Samuel, they had rejected God. Their desire for a king was a rejection of God. The God who had taken them out of Egypt away from slavery. The God who kept them safe as they walked across the sea on dry ground. The God who sent them food from heaven and gave them sweet waters to drink. The God who tried to guide them with the Ten Commandments. The God who led them into Canaan and gave them the promised land. The God who gave them judge after judge after judge to help them stay the course. But the people wouldn't think about all of the great things God had done for them. They only saw that the other nations had kings, and they wanted to be like the other nations, despite all of the warnings they were given. And now we have Samuel again giving the people of Israel another warning in verse 13 of chapter 12. Now therefore, here is the king whom you have chosen and whom you have desired. And take note, the Lord has set a king over you, If you fear the Lord and serve him today and obey his voice and do not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then both you and the king who reign over you will continue following the Lord your God. However, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you as it was against your fathers. 
Now therefore, stand and see this great thing with the, which the Lord will do before your eyes. Is today not the wheat harvest? I will call to the Lord, and he will send thunder and rain, that you may perceive and see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in the sight of the Lord, in asking a king for yourselves. So the thunder and rain did come that day, and Israel saw the power of God, and they finally started looking at the situation from a different standpoint. Oh, God is all-powerful, and maybe we should listen to him. So they asked Samuel to pray for them, that they might not die by the hand of the Lord, for the wickedness they had done in asking for a king. And now we get to the real point of looking at these passages today. This is what Samuel tells the people, starting in verse 20. Do not fear. You have done all this wickedness, yet do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart, and do not turn aside. For then you would go after empty things which cannot profit or deliver, for they are nothing. Israel as a whole never did understand how great God is. They went after everything that was against the word of God, and they paid the price again and again. Samuel called all of those things empty They were empty things which cannot profit or deliver, for they are nothing. And ladies, that is what everything is that is not following God and His Word. That is what all of our riches are. Empty. They don't mean anything. We work our whole lives to have these nice homes and these nice cars and all of this stuff. And we fill our homes with these nice things. But we cannot take those things with us when we die. Those things cannot profit or deliver. And maybe we work hard to climb the ladder of success in our occupation. And while there is nothing wrong with that, it doesn't mean anything if we lose our soul to hell. All of these friends we surround ourselves with, are we trying to teach them God's word? Those friends don't mean anything if we aren't helping them get to heaven. We have to have our priorities straight. And that is exactly what Samuel was saying to Israel. The priority has to be God. It's not this king that you guys have chosen. It's not anything that you have done. It is God. God who brought you out of Egypt, who has cared for you, who has taken care of you, who loves you. And if it isn't God, what are we doing? Nothing except moving toward eternal fire. Do not turn aside, for then you would go after empty things which cannot profit or deliver, for they are nothing. May we always serve the Lord with all of our hearts and not turn after empty things. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And always remember to teach them diligently. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.